Happy Monday. This week is a long time coming. I finally get to sit down with photographer Nell Hoving and pick her brain about how to best be seen through the camera lens. I know I'm not the only one who it's a mystery to. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this photogenic episode of Beauty Reform School. You stumbled across Beauty Reform School, the podcast that explores beauty, style, reinvention, self-care, all from the perspective of the outside looking in. We pick apart the classics so you can confidently break the mold. And I'm your host, Bad Bad PJ Brown, the artist, the educator, the retail grunt, the problem child, the one who's done it the hard way for decades and now... I'm passing the savings on to you. So bring me your tired, your confused, your weirdos, your others yearning to breathe free. And if this sounds like you, grab your pen and grab your scratch pad. And let's figure this crap out together. Right here at Beauty Reform School. Not much to brass here this week. So here's a few highlights. Nude Sticks has acquired Robert Barreto as CDO. Lassiton has acquired Alchemist, or is growing Alchemist. And Gwen Stefani has also re-entered the makeup game with her GXVE by Gwen Stefani line. And even here at Beauty Reform School, we have a Patreon. Have you ever wanted your very own beauty consultant at your fingertips? Well, now... You can have one. I've had a few people ask me about consultations and advice, and I have good news. Beauty Reform School now has a Patreon. Different tiers will give you different opportunities. You can contribute in small ways to offer support and help fund the production of the podcast, or you can contribute in larger ways and book one of the consultations with yours truly, from everything from natural tutorial consultations to brand recommendations, troubleshooting, and advice. My very favorite is the mirror consultation where I will walk you through step-by-step how to do a particular beauty application. I'll even demonstrate as we go. Your support will provide much needed things like helping with production costs, equipment, and hopefully one day being able to hire more staff. More staff leads to more services and hopefully one day even live shows. So go on over to patreon.com and sign up if you can. Did I mention you get a shout out on the podcast? Well, you do. And now, without further ado, let's go talk to Nell. Well, here we are at Beauty Reform School, and I'm very excited because I have, it has taken me years, years (laughs) to get this person here. This is none other than Nell Hoving, photographer. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited (laughs) to be here today. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, yes. And we were just discussing a moment ago that it has been five years. I cannot even believe it that five years has passed. That's nuts. That's when I saw you. It's crazy. It feels like it was just, it just feels like it was like maybe half a year ago. It's nuts. Yes, that is absolutely nuts. And we actually did a um, photo. I got invited to do a photo shoot. And this is where I met this wonderful person (laughs) who was the photographer for the shoot. And it was a Philadelphia Magazine Mm -hmm. article, which I, yes, folks, I will put the link in the blog in the usual place at beautyreformschool.com. But yeah, it was an interesting, it was Philadelphia women were being interviewed asking like things that they just, you know, their feelings about certain things about being a Philadelphian and being in Philly and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, and I had my little two cents to drop. So I did that. And Nell took some amazing, amazing photos. Well, you were easy to photograph. So that was good. (laughs) (laughs) But you made me feel very much at ease. And interestingly enough, I am not, I am not at ease as at ease as I might have appeared oh when it comes God. to photos. <sighs> well, the interesting thing about that was when I got to do that photo, um, I still had Millicent, my lopsided unicorn horn, which was the bump yeah. um, on my head. So I still had that. And for those of you who have, um, who have talked to, have you seen pictures of me prior? You, you might've seen them, you know, on my Instagram and things like that. But, um, but yeah, for several years, I had a, a bump on my head from a head trauma. Oh my goodness. And yeah. And so I wasn't always really like itching to get in front of the camera. You know, I kind of forced myself to start taking more pictures of myself when I had that. Um, but so, like, actually taking a picture that I knew was going to be in a magazine. Right. I yes. Was like, oh. <laughs> yes. But the pictures were fantastic. So oh. I have oh. you to thank for that. Oh, my goodness. Well, that was a fun shoot. That was it just, really like, was. such a great opportunity, even for me, too, to be able to meet so many different women. Yeah. And, you know, and some of the women I already knew and some of them I didn't. And just to be able to hear everyone's stories and, you know, and it's all different personalities too. Yeah. So some people who are like very comfortable in front of the camera and then others who are like, that might've been their first photo shoot. Wow. You know? So it's, you know, it's really, it was really fun. I love yeah. those opportunities. Another interesting thing about that too, was the fact that um, I knew about four people. Really? Yeah. Like when that, when the issue came out, I was like, Oh, look at so-and-so. Oh, Hey. Look, hey. Yes. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, it was like about four different people Man. that I knew. So that was pretty wild. And that's, that goes just goes back to that whole Philadelphia is like the biggest small town. Oh, it really is. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. It's true. We're all connected somehow. We certainly are. And that was really, that was really wild. I was like, uh, and then, you know, what's funny is connect the, the what's it, what is it called? The six degrees of Kevin yeah, Bacon right. or whatever. Yeah. But, but um. But it was wild because uh, Alex Holly. Yes. I love her. (laughs) I know. She's awesome. I actually helped her with her brows at one point. Really? And then she was in the, in the same feature. And I was like, look at all these people. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I was like, this is amazing. I keep seeing. And then there was another, a performer that I knew. And there was like a couple other people. I was like, look at all these people. And so it was kind of like an extra honor to be in that particular Ugh. article because I was like I'm surrounded by so many amazing folks so mm-hmm. this is exactly great. yes 
and you yeah. did so you made everybody look so like great it was I don't know you just did oh well that was fun <laughs> it was cool and it was a mix too of, like some people came to my photo studio where you know you were there too we had plenty of room and mm-hmm. then other ones I was really like just popping into some people's apartments or into oh, wow. office and you know trying to make everything look consistent and right you know rolling in with my lighting and like, <laughs> it was fine you achieved it somehow <laughs> you, made, you made it I I didn't even consider you doing it in other locations like I didn't even because it you it was that consistent where I didn't oh, God, thank you. I didn't yeah. even think about it like that I didn't go, think that you were at different places there I yeah. that did not even come off that way at all oh well, good all right all right <laughs> <laughs> yes good well it actually that that um maybe you know that put you in in my mind like that like one of those bookmarks I bookmarked you in my brain and then year a few years later I started this podcast and then um yeah and then I said to myself I was like I would like to talk to her again at this for this podcast because so many people um, they just they tell me all the time that they don't know how to uh, present themselves to the camera yeah. and they don't know how to have a relationship with the camera you know um, and we live in such a time where there's so many selfies and there's this mm-hmm. and there's that and some people are forced into selfies and things like that with their friends you know if they're out and they're like, everybody's like hey let's all take a picture and then you just you're kind of there like stiff and then you don't know what to do and you're just like uh and then you mm-hmm. hate everything so, <laughs> so i just was like you would be the perfect person to talk to and to give us some insight and some tips as to like what to consider when we're taking a picture and and you know how to get the best picture like just out of ourselves you know mm-hmm. what i mean Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny because everyone's so different and it is a process. And so it's one thing when you're having someone else taking your picture and then one thing when you're, you know, doing a selfie or something else. So I know that when I have people come in um, and I'm photographing them, I think it's so important that as much as I can to feel good about themselves and to feel confident because that's really what makes a good picture. Right. It's like when you actually, when you feel good and you feel, you know, like no matter what you look like, no matter what you're feeling about yourself, it's like you find those good things. And then that just like makes everything look so much more authentic. So it's like, I tend to, you know, I tend to to be pretty complimentary while I photograph, but all of it is genuine. It's like, I'll find the things that, that are working. And a lot of times I have a very short amount of time to be able to like make someone feel really comfortable right? and to try to get those best shots. And it is a, it's kind of like, you know, have our, the tricks for posing, you know, you can always just like turn a little bit to the side. Like people try yes. to, to put their chin down a little bit too much where it feels really awkward to have your chin up. <laughs> but that always like, right. feels better, you know, it, it like looks yeah. better in the photo. But it's like, it's those, those little tricks, like, um, you know, sometimes I even <laughs> kind of known for doing the, the do a little laugh, you know, start laughing and then. And then I sound crazy because then I'll start laughing. And, um, but it's like, it's not that laugh that we're trying to get. It's the eyes right after the laugh is over. It's like when you still feel kind of authentic and you've kind of like just given yourself that moment to just like yeah. breathe and get it out. And then mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. So sometimes it's, it's really those things. And it's like putting aside all of those negative thoughts that you could have about yourself. 
And yeah. I know, I mean, I have it too. I'm like, especially as I'm, I mean, I'm only just approaching 40, but like, as I get older, I don't want my picture taken as much. I'm like, <laughs> you know, for me too, I'm like, oh, there's the wrinkles. There's, you know, like I'll find all these flaws where it's like, I don't know why we do those things to ourselves. Yeah. Well, judgment. Like we're the worst judges in the world. Yes. And especially of ourselves. Yeah. Worst judges in the world. Yes. And even if we're like, if we thought we were bad judges to other people, it's, it's 10 times worse for us. Oh my God. It really is. It is. Uh And it's like really trying to get like as hard as it is to try to get out of that mindset. Be like, you know what? Like I am beautiful. Like, you know, yeah, I'm confident. I am like to go and like go into a photo shoot. This is going to be easy. This is going to be, this will be great. I'm going to have a great time. You know, it's yeah. kind of like focusing ourselves and like changing our mindset to be like that. So that way, you know, to like really try to feel good. About right. it. And then you get the best results. Yeah. There's a whole other, and then it's interesting that you should say that because there's a whole other, um, facet like every time you hit a new decade not to <laughs> not to terrify you <laughs> yeah right <laughs> but every time you hit a new decade you you um have to re fall in love with yourself I suppose yeah. or maybe I'm just speaking for myself I don't think I am because I, I I've heard I've talked to too many women in the mm-hmm. world to know <laughs> yeah but I feel like when you hit each new decade you're just like oh oh right what is this like oh yes and it's not even just a matter about like getting older or whatever, but you just notice more things about yourself. You notice your yeah. skin, you notice uh, if you have certain lines or if you notice your skin is not as taut as it used to be, or you mm-hmm. notice, you know, some of the radiance is gone or whatever the case, like you, you'll notice these things. And that's usually when you go running back into, you know, your beauty shop and you're, <laughs> you're like, yes. okay, I need a new moisturizer or whatever. Yes, right. But, but the interesting thing is like, I, I, we all hit those. Yep. But now I'm getting to a phase where um, I'm like complimenting. I'm learning to be more complimentary of myself. Yes. And kind of be like, okay, okay. Oh, all right. Yeah, I see it. Okay. Uh-huh. And there's something interesting also about aging that a lot of people don't talk about as much, especially women, mm-hmm. um, that it's, there's it's there's some stunning things that happen as well mm-hmm. like you see you see your laugh lines or like little crows yeah. or whatever but they don't they don't horrify you as much mm-hmm. as they do when you first see them like when you first see them sometimes you're like oh, what's that <laughs> but there's but later when you, they've been around a while and you see them then you see yourself smile you see the crow's feet and actually it you like it yeah you kind of like it. And you're like, because that shows me that I smile a lot. Yes. Right. When I have crow's feet, that means I smile a lot. And now I can say this, I can say this honestly and openly because um, both of them um, have passed away. So I can say this, <laughs> I can say this now. I would have never said this while they were alive. But my mom, she had, uh, she had, crow's feet she had laugh Mm -hmm. laugh lines on her eyes around her eyes and I actually liked those and I was very used to those and she smiled a lot she had a great smile my grandmother on the other hand did not smile a lot and (laughs) and she had wrinkles around her mouth okay I'm just saying everybody (laughs) I'm just saying 
So go for more of the smiles. So it's if you're gonna pick one, you're gonna <laughs> pick a pick a wrinkle to have. I'm gonna pick the laugh, the smile, the oh smile wrinkles, God. not the frown wrinkles. I'm just saying yes. they're a little more flattering. Just saying, <laughs> just saying, putting oh, it out there. But you know? you're right. You're right. Our bodies change. Things happen, and it just shows mm-hmm. that we've gone through things and gone through, you know, bad things in any of that but it shows up on our skin and it's just it's interesting and it is it's like learning to love all of it yeah and, and we're also to show that you like the fact that you've endured things too mm-hmm. absolutely and you got you got to the other side like that's yeah really, that's pretty awesome yeah absolutely you know yeah mm-hmm. okay <laughs> look at us look at us taking it to the next level yes right <laughs> So now you made a mention, you said, uh, you know, of course, turning to it to the side a little bit, you know, not, not no front facing, you know, mugshot style, like don't do that. Right. You know, like angle yourself a little bit and exactly. And for those who don't understand that, um, I, can you explain why it's more important to angle yourself? Sure. Yeah. So a lot of times, like if you are just completely straight to a camera, it's like our shoulders end up feeling a little bit too boxy. So sometimes it's just like kind of nice if you, you know, if you're thinking about, think about being in like a a swivel chair and you're just Mm -hmm. straightforward. So you just swivel yourself just a little bit. So you're like three quarter angle. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden your head naturally you know, you're going to be turning your neck slightly toward the camera then. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get this, like, it's just as a nice, it's a nice posture. Yes. Yeah. You, know? you kind of get a little bit of that. You get a little, like, you know, it's not like glamour shot, but we're like yeah. slightly looking over. And mm-hmm. then, um, yeah. And then it just, you know, I kind of, I kind of do a thing too, where it's like the eyes don't always have to be right at the camera. Sometimes it's like even more authentic if you're looking slightly off or like slightly over the lens, you know? And, you know, it's just like a lot of it's practice. Yeah. It's funny too, because when I go in and I do photo shoots and, um, you know, I mean, I do work with a lot of models, but when I'm working with, um, you know, even if I'm doing headshots or doing editorial work, yeah, like we said, who aren't being photographed all the time, it's funny because I can always tell the people who I like know are really good at selfies because (laughs) they're just like duck lips. Do you get duck lips at the selfie? Every angle. Wow. (laughs) Lots of pouty faces. Oh my God. If I attempt to take a selfie of myself these days, I'm like, ooh, like, you know, like I have to turn the camera so I can't see myself, you know, like the opposite direction. And then, you know, always go up to a window so I can get that nice natural. Oh, yeah, that natural light. Window, Mm -hmm. natural sunlight. Oof, that's always the best for, like, you know, softening your skin. And Mm -hmm. it's like very flattering. It's like very flattering lighting. Just yeah, so like, I got know. a um, I got a golden hour photo uh, a yeah. couple of years ago. It was just and it was just complete kismet. It just happened. Ugh. We were doing a show and I stood out. Um, I stepped outside for a little bit just to get some air. Mm. And my drummer, who takes really great photos, he was like, "Stay right there, Ugh. just don't move." And I was like, "What? What?" And he was like, "No, no, no, hold on, hold on." He yes. the camera and he was just like, "Oh, that looks so good. Here, hold on." Yeah, it took an amazing golden hour photo. Like we, neither one of us had even prepared for it at all, and it was so good. Uh, I love. I was like, yeah, so you can't, you can't buy that. That's no, just like 
it's just there. It's just a magical power. Yes, it's a magical exactly. Of light in the day. Oh my yes. god. Yes. Yeah. It and was great. Ugh, I love it. <laughs> it is the best. All right, so that's our thing too. Okay, so anytime we're going to do a selfie, we need to wait for golden light. (laughs) The perfect moment outside. Have someone else there ready to photograph us. Do you know I have an iPhone and it actually has a thing on there that tells you what time golden hour is? Oh my gosh, yeah. It actually tells you. It'll say it right on the thing. It's like when you're looking at the weather, like the weather app or whatever. It's like, an hour is it this time? And then there's the blue hour or something. Oh man, I don't even know. Yeah, there's a blue there's a blue hour as well that they tell you like I think it has to do with um uh I don't know if it's when the sun comes up or like something oh. but it's but it's like something where there's like a blue hue. Okay. Yeah. I will I will tell you I will send you a message when I get when we get done talking because I don't wanna I don't wanna mess with this equipment right oh. now. <laughs> but um but yeah it, it it tells you when those two hours are it's really wild yeah yeah <laughs> but when it comes to the um to the the body the body posing i know me i have like about four um body positions that i have muscle memory at this point mm-hmm. now when i take pictures like if somebody runs up and says oh let's take a picture let's all take a yep, picture then you know uh-huh I have four in my mind, depending on how many people and like, you know, how I'm, you know, how we're all. Right. True. Yeah. And I have, I like my face is a certain way. I make sure my shoulders a certain way. Uh I make sure, um, you know, my hand is always on my hip because (laughs) if it is next to my body, then my upper arm fat will flatten out and it will be, I will be very unhappy. (laughs) And uh, yeah. And then I do twist my torso a little. Yes, right. And, and, and shift my weight. Yeah. Yep. And that's true too, because a lot of times it's a funny thing too, because I'll notice that especially when people are standing, a lot of times figuring out where where your weight is gravitating is important too. Like a lot of people like almost put their hips out forward. Yeah. Shoulders coming back. And that actually like ends up not, you know, it's not as flattering, which is funny. So it's almost like shifting your weight so it's going back a little bit. Right. And shoulders down, you know, and that, all that kind of helps too. Yeah. But, and you know, and it's like, everyone's different too. So it's really just like, wherever you start feeling comfortable. Yeah. Especially, yeah. especially Also the foot in front. My mom, oh, my, yeah. mom went to, uh, my mom went to modeling school when she was uh, a teenager in the early twenties, you know, she went to modeling, she modeled and she, there's a picture I have of her. Um, that I actually got tattooed on myself because it was such a nice picture. But she was, she used to always talk about the, uh, this quintessential model pose from back then. That was like, Mm -hmm. we're talking about the sixties, I guess then. Mm -hmm. But where you, where you did put your one foot in front of the, you know, in front of the other, and you had it slightly in front and it was like your, your foot, you didn't, you weren't standing on your foot. It kind of was just resting kind of on the Uh ball. Yeah. And you kind of, and you had your, your, waist twisted a little uh-huh you know exactly and then you had your 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 face full you you your your chin wasn't down but it was forward your yes. face a little bit yes. forward and to the side so she has like she had that quintessential model pose that they taught you in modeling school which was uh but it did give a very nice silhouette I'll say that yes right it did it gave a very nice silhouette 
So yeah, yeah, that's my. <laughs> that's my, <laughs> that's my. I love it. My posing tips over here from from for me, you know. There's one. Oh my from, gosh. There's some tips from the professional here, and then. <laughs> or we all just need to watch Rihanna. I mean, but we don't look like Rihanna. Well, that's a good point, Gail. I mean, mimicking the body posture, sure, sure, sure. Mm -hmm. But we we don't look like Rihanna, though. Well, no. 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 (laughs) We just have to accept that, all of us. It's true. It's true. And and now she's out there making more Rihanna's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be a Rihanna, could be a boy. I don't know. We'll you see. Know. We'll see. I guess. <laughs> I don't know what, what magical child she's going to bring forth. Exactly. You know, perhaps it'll be a gender non-conforming child. Perhaps, perhaps it will be the best of all worlds. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I do not know what she's cooking up in there. We don't. We'll find out. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find <laughs> out. It's gonna be exciting. <laughs> So is there anything um, interesting that you're doing right now? You know, it's funny because the pandemic, like, it changed things a lot. Yeah. Uh, for everybody, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, but like with this, with this industry too, um, you know, it went from, I mean, what, PJ, we just ended up passing two years, right? From like right. When, when Philadelphia did the shutdowns. Right. And when that happened too, even for my business, because you know my 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 photo studios in Philadelphia, you know it's kind of like this panic. Like none of us knew like how long it was going to last, or everyone wanted to make sure you're being, you know, safe and considerate of others, and that you're you know you're not putting anyone into harm's way. You know, we all wanted to make sure we were doing the right thing, mm-hmm. and so. Too like I I just I didn't know what was gonna happen. So like any of my model shoots that I had scheduled were you know obviously all canceled. Right. Everyone's trying to figure things out, and um and I just like packed up my studio and I brought it to my house and, you know I I'm one of the fortunate ones because I do a lot of product photography. So even a lot of the people that I photograph is for is you know for products that they're wearing. You know they're wearing the clothing. So. It's like, even though it's on model, it's like also kind of, you know, it's considered product photography too. Yeah. So, so I still had a lot of stuff that was going on then, but it was so strange when we would, when, you know, when we first had the first model shoots again, which was really like, well, what, like at the end of summer of 2020, things were like, you know, kind of okay again. Like it was feeling like, all right, this is maybe a little bit safe, but still you know, keep everyone really distant, Every, you know, obviously everyone's still wearing their masks, everything else. Um, the models have them off when they're being photographed. But um, but it was it was just such an interesting thing. And then as, as time's going by, you know, it's like we're all kind of getting a little bit more comfortable. Like these shoots are happening a lot more. Um, it's going to be like a little bit more back to normal. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just such a, it's just such an interesting thing how things have changed. Like so many shoots have become like virtual too, where you know, like, well, maybe a model still in the studio or, or just doing products or something that's styled out. And instead we're just talking through things. So we kind of, it's like an interesting process because it's not as hands-on as it used to be where there was, like, you know, I mean, you're, you know, makeup artist too. And like, but having yeah. all that was like an interesting thing. Like you couldn't be that close to someone for a while. No. Right. Like, so just having those first shoots like that, where, you know, you, yeah, you're trying so hard to make sure you're still trying to keep these industries going, but um, also just trying to keep everyone's safety. 
at mind and things yeah. started getting cut from shoots too. Like even like, you know, for some of those shoots in the beginning, maybe the stylist, like things that you normally have this, this whole production, you have your makeup artist, your hair artist, your stylist, your, you know, the clothing, the prop, like everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it kind of got to be like, I remember my first shoots where I normally would pop in and just like brush away someone's hair or like fix something on their, on their, your dress or, you yeah, know, or like, fix the to start catch yourself. yes, exactly. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, or, you know, asking permission for things like, is it okay if I come and move this, this part of your shirt? Yeah. And it's interesting. Um, because in a way it's like, maybe some of those things are good. Like we kind of, especially for models too, you kind of assume like, all right, they're just, the, they're the model. They're standing here. You can do whatever. Like, and sometimes in the past, I think like maybe some of the humanness was taken out. Like, I don't know yeah. if that makes any sense, but like, just like, okay, just no, move this part, that. move that part. Yes. And so now it's kind of like a little bit more respectful in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, is it all right if I adjust your, your pants right here? It, I mean, I kind of went off a little bit there, but there's yeah. some things that, um, that maybe are a good thing. Well, you know, even my clients back in the day, I, when I went to go touch their face, just touch it. Yeah. I would say, may I touch you? Yes. Right. And they would, if they look at me puzzled, like, aren't you about to do my makeup? Like, yeah. But yeah. I want to ask first, before I do that first touch, I don't want to just dive on their face. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? I want to say, may I touch you? You know, mm-hmm. are you know, because I, sometimes that's very off-putting. Like you're not, you know, you're sitting in the chair. Yeah. But if the person just goes right in, you know, I know, right, right. Calling you. you yes. Know, like, oh, crap. Yeah. So I always say, like, is it okay to touch you? May I touch you? And they'll exactly. say, oh, yeah. yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And yes. that's something that's, yeah, that's probably a good thing. That's, mm-hmm. you know, what's happening more often. Like, all right. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. we always touch each other, especially in like this kind of industry where it is very, like, you know, very hands on. Yeah. But I actually yeah. left in store in October right before the pandemic. Okay. Yeah, I left in store and I I started just doing like private stuff and like was away before anyway, because I'd made that decision that I couldn't um, just environmentally, it was too much. And I had Mm -hmm. to step away a little bit and it was the best choice that I could have made. It was, it was my, my own mental health forced me to have to leave. It was just too much after a while. Okay. Yeah. it was, yeah, my mental health was like, you're done, ma'am. Like with yeah. this, like we're yeah. going to have to pivot into something else. This is too much. So I wasn't prepared for my, my body made an executive decision. Yes. And was like, yeah, this is no longer for you. We're going to be doing something different. So I had to do that. But it's ironic that it happened when it happened because it happened in October. And I was just like, okay, I'm making this decision. And I did it. And then right after that, in March, came the pandemic. Oh, yeah. So the timing couldn't have been better. To be exactly. Honest. Because then at least you got to make that decision for yourself yeah. instead of being forced upon it. Right. And so it, it really, it was a, that, that from October to March was like a weird time. And things were like, actually, it was kind of a euphoric time because like I, my health improved. I felt a lot I, better. Yeah. And, I was feeling okay, like for the first time in a really long time. And then the weirdest thing was like, then all of a sudden, and I was still working um, at the coffee shop in the mornings. Okay. But I went into work the one day and then I came home 
and then I get a text that was like, yep, the city's closed down, everybody. <laughs> so, um, uh, you guys just hang, you know, stay tuned and uh, yeah. let you, I'll let you know what's going on. And then that was cut to a year and a half later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> cut to a year and a half later. We were like, oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> and then what about you with, like, performing, too? Well, I got to tell you, like, the performing was the probably the weirdest. Yeah. Because you know it's one thing like your work where that's like okay well we're you know we're gonna have to close for a while and we'll get back but performing is both work and pleasure so it's a weird thing because it's like you know it's money that you're losing but it's also like the thing that makes you feel alive yeah absolutely then and then that whole world for a minute for a minute that whole world just shut all the way down and like the same thing that happened with you happened with us. Like, yeah, absolutely. All these shows got canceled. All these venues clo- like slammed their doors, and you know, they were just like, "Yep, we're clo- we're closed. We're no no venue. Like we're canceling all the shows. Bye. Sorry. We'll let you know. We don't know." Sorry. Right. And that's the thing. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. Yeah. Yeah. No one knew what was next. No one knew how long anything was going to last. And that's a scary thing when that's, you know, I mean that's. That's income. That's your job. That's, but when it's also your livelihood too. Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, I, everybody went through it. Like we said before, everyone went through it in different ways, but like, you know, a lot of, like a lot of the creative industries too, since we're talking creative, it's tough. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, the musicians did something interesting through, um, the, through the quarantine, they started doing virtual uh, performances. They started doing virtual performances. Right. They started doing videos. Yes. Like homemade videos. We are, my band did a, we call them like quarantine videos. Yeah. So my band did a quarantine video and that was, um, that was really cool. It, it was, it was a learning curve was steep though. I gotta tell you, cause we all were like, we have no idea how to do this. Mm-mm. And so we had to learn some things that we, especially with live performers, like the Certain performers um, had a really up close relationship with like digital stuff and online stuff already. Yeah, but some of the old heads were like, "We don't know." Like, we're like, "Yes, right." (laughs) We just thought we had to come to a stage and perform. Like, what is this? We have to what sound like video, huh? Like, I have to download what? What file? What? Right, right. No, no. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, I had to talk to some of my younger uh, counterparts and be like, help, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, there was that. And that was hard. Lucky for me, though, like doing the podcast gave me like more experience with um, posting things on social media. Yeah, it's true. I had to force, it forced me into it a little more. So at least I knew how to do that kind of stuff. But yeah. But I didn't know how to do half the things that people are doing. And they're still, like, we were talking about doing, like, live stream shows and, like, things like that. That's stuff that I didn't even think. Yes, now. with. Right. Well, we really have to before. <laughs> right. That is not stuff. I was like, I need me some young folks is what I need. I need, I, I need some young folks that are going <laughs> to do all that for me. All I want to do is get dressed and appear at the show and do my do what I I know my thing I don't want to have to do the other stuff please (laughs) 
I need someone that's young and does that stuff in their sleep. Can I just get that? Thank you. I know. I know. This stuff can be tough. Like even, yeah, it's a lot of pressure, like for business owners too, even with everything with social media and, you know, even for, with being a photographer, like, you know, I feel a lot of pressure that I have to have, you know, almost this portfolio on, you know, just on Instagram or that I have to have things planned out and that I have to have, you know, everything going and, or show that I'm working. And I know a lot of people feel like that and it can be exhausting. It's like, especially if you're busy running a whole business and then that's like, Oh, wait, got to make sure I get the behind the scenes photo or got to make sure I show this or like, you know, right. and it's like, oh, pardon me. It's like, oh, was it better before we had all this stuff? Or is this just in another way? If you actually, you know, sometimes I'm like, all right, let me, let me stop resisting this and let me try to embrace it. And I'm like, uh-huh. oh, this could be a nice way to be creative. There's so and many like, micro movements now. It's so interesting. It's like, sometimes I, I, I have a love hate relationship with it. Mm-hmm. It's like. You know, there's Same certain here. parts too. Yeah, because there's certain parts too that I'm like, ooh, like, you know, even for me, I mean, I've been doing photography, I know, you know, almost 20 years now, and by myself, you know, it's like, yeah. at this point, it's like, I just do what I do. I don't know if I'm, you know, hopefully I'm doing it right, but it, it works. Right. But, um, but, you know, sometimes you get these opportunities, like, even from social media and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking up other photographers and looking up like, all right, how are they doing this? Like, you know, right. people are, are not as afraid now to kind of show like behind the scenes or to show their lighting setups. Yeah. I think for a long time, people felt kind of like secretive about that stuff, which is yeah, kind of yeah. funny, you know, and now it's kind of like, all right, let's all, let's all figure this stuff out and, you know, mm-hmm. learn from each other. And then everyone has their own thing. There's enough. It's, it's one of those things too, in the world, like there's, there's enough for everybody there. You know, if we, if we think about things like that, if we think about like enough work or things like that, like everyone, you know, we don't all want the same thing. So, right. you know, you can still learn and then have your own opportunities. And um, before they were worried about like theft and infringement. Right, and yes. like nowadays, now yes. the way the world is with the internet is yes. kind of wild because yes. like, if somebody if someone used a picture of yours without mm-hmm. giving you credit, then somebody who follows you or likes you would be like, oh, uh-uh, that was Nell. <laughs> um, excuse me. Like, <clears throat> and they'll have receipts and everything. They'll be like, oh, my yes, God, buddy. yeah. She shot that in 19, you know, whatever. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit. Like, how do you even know that? Like, you know. Oh, my like, gosh. But, but that's how people are on the internet nowadays. Like, it's really, it's a lot harder for you to get away with. Yeah stealing someone's work now because I guess before it's like it was easier to do it because it was hard for you to prove that it was you like it was hard for you to prove like that's my work they took Mm -hmm. my work like it's hard for it was harder back then for you to prove that but like now if you have your stuff online and stuff like that then that's then they're like uh, you can prove it a lot easier nowadays you know aside from like that's and that's not even talking about like copyright yeah right before it's like people were able to steal from you a lot easier than they can now you know mm-hmm. that's interesting so i think that that's why people aren't as secretive maybe now yeah they were before like you yes. had to be a lot more secretive before because you were like i have to do i'm doing this but i can't tell anybody because i don't want anybody to steal the idea <laughs> from me and i don't want to do this and yeah now you can do it and it's like right. and even even and it's like it's what i call like a poor man's copyright because it's like you if you did something and you posted it, mm-hmm. then the minute that someone else did it and posted it, it's like you can prove you did it first. 
It's interesting. It's interesting because so much of it is, um, you know, we, it's hard to think about almost original ideas sometimes. It's like, cause we are, we're bombarded in a way Mm -hmm. with so much content. It can be good and bad, but it's, you know, even, um, you know, as we're, as we're looking for things that we like or looking for inspiration, or even as we're talking about like, you know, how to set up a photo or how to look your best for a photo or any of that stuff. It's yeah. like, you know, we all even can have these inspiration photos. That's like, Oh, I love this. I love this part about this. I love the lighting in this one. I love like yeah. the expression in this one. I love this. And it's like, you know, we can, we can find all this material and kind of hodgepodge it together to still create something new. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Because a lot of things you do kind of feel like you're just like, kind of copying ideas or like, you know, here's, here's the mood board from a client and like, all right, we want it to look like this, this, and this, and just kind of make it look like that. And it's an interesting thing. It's like, you know, it gives room for creativity and it also, I don't even know how to explain this. It's kind of, um, Hmm. I kind of lost my train of thought there. <laughs> well, you know, while you're trying to get it back, I will say this, that they, you know, my mom said for forever ago, that, you know, there, there's nothing new under the sun. And I used, I remember I used to get really mad, like when I thought someone's stealing an idea of mine or whatever. And she said to me, like, there's nothing new under the sun. She was like, there, something that you created, someone created it in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Eons before you did. And this is just your interpretation of that same idea, you know, or that same vibe or that same thought or whatever. But the thing that she said to make me feel better was she was like, the thing about it though, is that no one can do it the way you do it. Yes. That's a good point. And that's the thing that people, more people need to hold on to. It's like, yeah, you, you might do, you might take a photo of a tomato and I might take a photo of a tomato, but your vision and the way you see things through your eyes is unique to you and no one else can recreate that. Exactly. They might use the same lighting. They might use the same table that the tomatoes on, but it's yes. still the way you envision it is the, is your particular trademark and your watermark and no one can replicate that. Exactly. Cause and their brain about, doesn't yeah. like yours. Right. And it yeah. is. Yep. I try to remind myself of that often because it's like, I feel, sometimes you feel insecure because you're, you're just like, oh, is someone going to take my idea or do, you know, well, they might, they might do something similar, but it's not going to be the way that you do it because they, they don't think the way you think. Yeah. Right. So they can't create it that way from the way it comes out of your brain. They can't do that. Yeah. If they wanted to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we all provide like a different experience too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I hope anyone listening to this does remember that as they're trying to create. Yes. You know, yeah. Just remember, like, you might use the same colors, the same ideas. Exactly. Yeah. They can't, they can't do it the way you can. And it's always, yeah, and it is. It's always like more beneficial to be in that like collaborate type of mindset. Yeah. Like a full compete, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, we can all, we can all learn from each other and like get good things from each other and then create something yeah because even like vocally you know we we were talking about this recently like you know there some people you know when you sing or whatever you're they're like oh you're trying to sound like this person or that yeah, person it's right like, my voice is my voice it's, yes it's, yeah it's indistinguishable my voice sounds exactly like my voice yeah and no one can 
sound like I sound, you know, just like I can't sound like certain other people. Like if I exactly, try, yeah, you know, I can, I might be able to sing a song in the style of them, or I might be able to do something that's a lot like what they're doing, but I can't, I can't sound like them. And they certainly cannot sound like me. Right. So there's, and there's a comfort. I find a comfort in that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's great because it's like the, the world is huge and there's room for everybody truly in my mind. But yes, exactly. Exactly. I'm going to go to you when I want something to look like the way you do things. And I'm going to go over here when I want something that's done different. Yeah. So when people are always so like, you know, territorial. It's oh, so I know. Because it's like, don't be territorial. There's no need to be right. territorial. Right. Exactly. There's exactly. No need to be now, sometimes that's a money thing, and they're just like, I just want to make the money first. And it's like, okay, well, I that's that. true. But, yeah. <laughs> but creatively speaking, then right. I don't think you need to be territorial. It's, Absolutely it's like, agreed. Yeah. You know, I know people are trying to slit each other's throat for the gig, but other than that, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So if somebody wanted to uh, look for your work or perhaps, acquire your services well yeah I mean either you know I have my website which is just www.nellhoving.com or my Instagram is nellhovingphoto so those are the links on the blog as well for those of you who might be interested in looking around having a look see yeah yeah no this has been so great I know I'm just happy I got to talk to you again like oh I know. You're just such a creative person. And I love like the passion and, you know, your whole heart being into all this that you're doing. And it's like, it's inspiring. I enjoy, I enjoy it. I do. I, I, that's one thing I, I, that has remained true. I do enjoy that. Yeah. And I love being around creative people. So Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, I love, you know, every time I see your work, I get all tickled. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're the best. Thank you. I get all ticket. I'm like, I know her. <laughs> well, I'll have to photograph you again sometime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it is time because now that the my lopsided unicorn horn is gone, <laughs> it is time for me to have a new a new thing done. So we're going to have to, well, I'll definitely have to be in touch for that. Exactly. Yes. We'll make it happen. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, love to you and your family. Thank you. Thank you. And I will have, I will talk to you soon. Thank you ever so much for joining us and and sharing your expertise with us right here at Beauty Reform School. Thank you, PJ. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was fantastic catching up with Nell, and I hope you picked up some very helpful tips. But before you go, I want you to keep this in mind. You are wonderful, just as you are. But beauty is a lot like food. A lot of it is in the presentation. So it's always good to know how to present yourself in your best light. In this time of social media, pictures seem to last a lot longer than they used to. So, as in all things, why not be prepared as you can? 
As always, I am always on the lookout for your stories, your makers, and your questions. So we have plenty of things to make episodes with. Thank you to all the people who have already reached out and were hard at work putting those future episodes together for you. If you'd like to contribute an idea or a person to talk to, you can do so in one of three ways. On Facebook at Beauty Reform School, Instagram also Beauty Reform School, or you can go right to the source at beautyreformschool.com. And thank you so much for your listenership. And thank you in advance for your listenership in the future. And pencils down. Class is dismissed. And I'll see you next week.